back to your seat. We've got a lot more going on for this party this morning. Again, welcome. Good morning. Oh, let's try that again. Good morning. All right, it's so good to see you all here. We are going to have such a great time. Who's already having a good time? Me. Isn't Jesus awesome? Um, thank you all. Um, we are going to celebrate some baptisms. I wanted to keep the kids in here because um, this is a living Bible story. These lives that are being transformed by Jesus. Amen. So all my little, and I was supposed to be the kids' church teacher today, so this works out really, really well. <laughs> um, so if I could have all of my kids in uh, elementary school that would be in my kids' church class, you don't have to, but if you would, I would love it if you could come right on up to the front and have a seat right here with me. That's you, kids. Yep. Anybody? You? I'm waiting. All right, Tim. Have a seat. I need my kids' church kids up here. Can you all give them a hand? I've never had this much trouble with you guys doing this before. What is the problem? I mean, I'm not forcing anybody, but you might not get a snack if you don't come over here today. All right, all right. All right, this is my crew today. Awesome, awesome. Who's your favorite kids' church teacher? That's the right answer. Do you guys want some jokes first? No? I'm going to try them anyway. All right, Bible jokes. Why couldn't Jonah trust the ocean? He knew something fishy was going on. Oh, yeah, my best dude Link is here. See if you know this one. Why didn't, this one's tricky, why didn't Noah go fishing? He only had two worms. I didn't make these up. These are really good dad jokes, though. All right, all right, all right. If you're in, I don't want to tip you off. But, okay, just, just think science-y on this one. I'm, I'm giving you a hint. Where was Solomon's temple located? <laughs> on his head! Did you know these are your temples? Oh, that one. Okay, one more. This is my favorite one. Are you ready? What did Adam... <laughs> Say, on the day before Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. Oh, we got some groaners. All right, those were dad joke worthy. All right, so today, guys, we are going to see some people water baptized. Um, but I wanted to talk to you first. Since you're hanging out with us, um, I wanted to talk to you about what that means. How many of you know what the word baptized means? Jack, saw that hand? Uh, dipped, in water. dipped in water. 
Yes, pretty much. Who else had an answer? Different, different answer? So. Jesus coming into your heart. That's why we do get baptized. So the word baptized is actually literally a Greek word from the Bible. It's not an English word. We made it English, but it was baptizo or something like that. And it literally meant to immerse something completely, to dip it, if you will. But it was immersing, and it was a common term used in pickling or dyeing cloth. Have you ever seen a cloth dyed where you take a cloth and you put it in a color and then you let it sit there until, say, it's red, until it turns red and then you take it out? That was called baptizo, baptizo. You'd put that cloth in there until it changed and then you take it out and it's different forever, right? All right, so I've got some things here. What do you guys see? Mm, you guys are good. You think these are pickles, these are mini cucumbers? No, they're both the same. They're both the same. They are the same? If you dump the pickle juice in there, it'll be pickles. Yeah, I knew, I knew that. They're basically both pickles. Basically both pickles. Or are they basically both cucumbers? This is stressful, isn't it? You can make cucumbers into pickles by dipping them into something that makes them change. You are correct. Um, so let me ask you a couple questions about these. Now, some of you are confused on which is which. I wanted ones that were identical, but they're not. These are actually the cucumbers. Does anybody like cucumbers? Cucumbers are good. Ooh, smells good. Feel free to eat one. They're not dirty, promise. That one is, I touched it. Um, and these are the pickles. And um, this is the jar they came out of, the pickle juice. Um, now, so if I take this cucumber and just go like, just dip it in there, is that going to be a pickle? No. Why not? So you, don't, you can't just dip it. You have to leave it in there a long time. Really like a, a, a piece of cloth. If we're going to dye a piece of cloth, if you just dip it in there, it's not going to be fully colored. Same thing with a cucumber. If you just dip it, it's not going to be fully a pickle. You have to leave it in there until it completely changes, right? And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to stick them in the water until they... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I just had to go there. Now, okay. So on this side, we have the pickles. And these, these look about the same, but... They definitely smell different, and they definitely taste different. If you've ever had a pickle, does anybody like pickles? I'll let you have them at the end, promise. You guys like pickles? That's awesome. Now, can this pickle ever be a cucumber again? No. You can't make it go back, can you? It is forever changed. Some of you may have seen uh, the TV series called The Chosen, highly recommended. Uh, the woman Mary in there, she's talking to this Pharisee about Jesus, and she says, all I know is I was one way, and now I'm another way, and the thing that made the difference was Jesus. 
He changes, just like the cucumber becomes a pickle, Jesus changes our nature from the inside out. We are never the same again. This will never be a cucumber again. It will never taste like a cucumber again. You know what else is really interesting about this example and this word is that what's going to happen if I just leave these cucumbers sitting out for a long time? Do you know? They're going to rot. They're going to decay. They're going to perish. Do you know that when you pickle these cucumbers and make them pickles, they're preserved? Preserved means it's not going to rot. It's not going to die. I mean, maybe in 10, 20 years this might, but it's preserved in a brand new and different way. It's changed nature, and it's preserved. And it's just like Jesus says that when we put our faith in Jesus, becoming a pickle, we say, I believe he died for me. I believe he bore the punishment for my sins. I believe he rose again to give me eternal life. We become like this cucumber dipped, immersed into Jesus, and we come out completely changed and preserved. It says, those who believe have eternal life. Isn't that amazing? He brings us from death and dying to life and living. You may have heard this, this verse in John chapter three sixteen. It says, God so loved the world that he get you know that one? He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Why? Why did God do this? Why does he offer this as an amazing gift? Because he loves us. It's so simple. God so loved. It was his only motivation is that he loved you and you and you and you, and he loved me. Because he loves us, he wants to take us out of sin and death and into life forevermore. He wants you and me to live forever with him. He loves you so much. And so today as we celebrate baptism, we're celebrating the change that Jesus makes in a heart and a life. And a couple of people are going to share their stories. Now normally, guys, if we were in kids' church together, we would go and watch a little video about how God had worked in the lives of people in the Bible a long time ago, right? Real life. And when we do that, Every week, every time I'm in there with you guys, you guys do an amazing job paying attention to that video. And then when I ask you about it, you're able to tell me what you saw, what God did in their lives, what, what was changed because of Jesus in that story. So today, we're not watching a video. You get to hear the story of real people alive today that God's working in their life. And I want you to pay the same attention to them that you would that video that we would watch because I might even come up and ask you later, what did you see what did you hear that God did in that person's life, okay? And so as promised, what we normally do during video time is snacks. So help yourself to a snack, and then we're going to we're bless you, and then we're going to sit you back uh, to sit with your parents. You can have the pickles if you want, yeah. But don't run away, though. Before uh, Let everyone get a snack. Pass this around. Get something. You want something, Link? Everybody got, did you get something, Ruby? You don't want anything out of here? Yes, you do. You want that Rice Krispie treat. There you go. All right, everybody got a snack? Save it till you go back, till you get to hear these awesome stories. All right, can we pray? You can. You can take a whole handful. You ready? Hold your hands. We're going to pray. God, we thank you for your great love for us, that you came to give eternal life to all who will believe. Lord, we ask that you would transfer each and every one of us 
from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. God, that we would live eternally with you forever. Lord, I ask for these children today that revelation would come on their hearts. God, that they would come alive to you if they haven't yet. Um, Lord, even as they hear the testimony of Jesus would be a prophetic spirit that comes upon them and they would come to life. God, we bless our children. Pour out your spirit on them in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, feel free to take some cucumbers or pickles. And pay attention. I might ask you something later. Let's change this around. <laughs> These are your kids, Tim. Why don't you just take the bowl? Just take the bowl. You got a lot of kids. You got a lot of kids, so there you go. All right, don't worry big, all you big kids, we got snacks for you too later at the end. All right, thanks guys, can you give those kids a hand? I got it. So I know you're excited to get to the main event. I saved two adult Jokes just for you guys. You guys ready? Because you, you got to think about this one. How do we know Peter was a rich fisherman? By his net income. <laughs> okay, okay, one more, one more. You, you probably know this one. I want you to feel like you're winning today. How does Moses make his coffee? That's right. <laughs> Hebrews it. <laughs> I love these jokes so much. Um, all right, so we're going to have some folks make a public declaration of their faith in Jesus today. That is the message. And before we invite them up and celebrate them, I just want to share what has touched me about this. We've baptized people before, um, but this group is unique in that Nobody, I don't think that anyone said to them, hey, you're believing in Jesus, you should get baptized. They all came to me, essentially. That's where it started. Two came to me and said, can I get baptized? Can I, can I get water baptized? I said, of course you can. And the, the faith in that is what has impressed me. Um, and it made me think of Acts chapter 8, you may know the story of the, the Ethiopian eunuch, right? Where God sends his friend Philip down to this desert place, and there's an Ethiopian, uh, and I'll, I would read it to you, but for time I'll just summarize. He's a, a court official from the Ethiopians who was traveling, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the Spirit said, go over to this chariot. And Philip ran over to him, heard him reading the prophet Isaiah, and said, do you understand what you're reading? And so he read it, explained it to him. The spirit of revelation hit the man's heart. And as they drove by some water, he said, pull over the chariot. Here's some water. Why shouldn't I be baptized right now? And just that, that quick faith and obedience. Do you know what happened with this man? After he walked away from this moment, meeting Jesus, being baptized, 
the, Eth the nation of Ethiopia traces its Christian roots to this man in this moment. One man with a quick faith and obedience touched an entire nation. And with the, the three folks we have getting baptized today, I believe, I don't know if they're going to change nations, but what we, what we can be sure of is God has a plan and a destiny that through their quick faith and obedience today to change people, not just change them, but to change people through them. And who knows what stories will be told in the next generation because of their faith and obedience to Jesus. As they've come to us today saying, why should I not be baptized? Amen? So I'm going to invite up um, our folks who are getting baptized. Uh, Alex, Chad, Jade, come right on up and stand next to me. Give them a hand. <laughs> Marvin, I need you. All right, so what we're going to do is have each of them share their why. Uh, Marvin's going to be my man with the microphone, um, and we'll just go down the line. We'll start down there. I asked them to talk, to share with you, because this is a, supposed to be a public profession, right? And so to share their why, why they want to be baptized today, and they, we want you to hear it, right? So you can celebrate and affirm what God is doing today. So um, I liken what's happening to a covenant, almost like a marriage, Right where God has shown his great love for us, and these three are in, a, in essence saying yes to his proposal. Will you follow me? Will you walk with me? Will you live eternally with me? And their desire to say yes to Jesus and live with him all, all of their days. Now, we know that God has already said the big yes. Our little yes in response is, is, uh, is, is what is the faith and obedience that he responds to. So can we start with you, Alex? And my, uh, Marvin's got the microphone. Tell us why you want to get in these waters today. Was that a little cheer going up for Alex right there? You can go ahead. <laughs> I heard it. Um, is this the, the, the one or two minute thing? Yes, the one or two minute thing we were talking about. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, I think a lot of you know me. I'm Alex. Um, I'm really nervous. <laughs> so excuse me for that. Um, I wrote down what I was going to say so I could stay on track. I didn't really know what to write exactly because I had a lot of whys. So hi, Deborah. <laughs> um, I just like prayed that the Lord could like guide me and I think he did. So can you pass me a tissue? Sorry. I was crying, so I, I was wondering. I think I may do it again. Okay. Um, <clears throat> going to be quick. So it says, Dear Father, today is the day I get baptized, declaring my love for you as you did for me when you died upon that cross. Mm. To this day, I struggle to understand why your love for me is so great. A sinner like me who once hated you, you felt I was worthy enough to save. Father, how can I repay this love you have for me? Your gentleness, righteousness, grace, kindness you, ha you have had for me. Father, I owe you my life and everything I have, and I want to love you for the rest of my life. Jesse asked us uh, to speak on why we're getting baptized. Today, I'm deciding to get baptized because 
I've been homeless, hungry, suicidal, a runaway, raped and beaten, and much more. And Jesus rescued me every time. For anyone who may be doubting God, I've been there. I hated him. But he is the only God I ever prayed to that actually came. Mm. And I could feel his presence when I called on him. At my weakest, darkest hour, when I was planning to die at only 12 years old, I heard him whisper to me, don't do it. No, don't do it. So again, you ask me why I want to get baptized? Because Jesus saved my life. He transformed my spirit. And I want to let the whole world know that at 25 years old, I'm declaring that I love you, Jesus, so, so much. Amen. Alex, you can have one of those stools, take a seat on one of those stools, even if you need to get your baby, do that too, while you wait. Jade, why are you here today? I am also nervous. (laughs) It's okay to be nervous. We're excited. We're with you. We're not scary. I also wrote something on my phone. Let's go. I was raised Christian, but it never felt loving. It was only full of fear. And in the Bible, it talks about fear being the opposite of love. Um, And I never understood why I felt so estranged from a being who was supposed to love me unconditionally. Um, You know, people around me think that he's sadistic, that he's evil, that he's violent, and I realized that that wasn't him, that was through the lens of those people around me um, and through through their experience. Um, So because of deep childhood trauma I've experienced, I felt so lost, I created my own identity. I actually identified as a boy. I lived as transgender, I took hormones, all of that. Um, I spent almost a decade doing my own thing, um, apart from God. And it brought a lot of darkness. And I'm not speaking for or against anything here, just in my own experience. Um, but yeah, through my darkness and my doubt about myself, my whole world came crashing down again and again. And I realized that's because I'm building something apart from him. And it was never meant to last. Anything apart from him doesn't last. Come on. So now, almost a decade later, I know that it was never these medical changes, these identities, that would save me. Only Jesus saves. Come on. So that's, that's why I'm here. Yay. Hold on. Take it. Jade, uh, I just wanted to ask, so you and I met a couple weeks ago out on the sidewalk outside of the House of Prairies, Lansing. Tell me about that. What was God doing there? Because you were, there was something significant happening Something about God giving you a sign. Can you just share a little bit about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so actually, um, around the time I decided to detransition and become a woman again, um, was around the time I started receiving major signs in my life about God. And it was earlier this year. People would just come up to me and just know what I was thinking, know what I was feeling. And they would just talk to me and say that God wanted to let me know that I'm loved, that I'm loved as I am, as I was born. Um, people just know, th- know these things. And so the day that I met Jesse and Kirby... Um, was on MSU, and I had just had a conversation with my god sister, who's not here today, but she's wonderful, and we had asked for a sign at the table where we were eating about peace and forgiveness, and she said that she thinks she's ready to also believe, and we walked by her table. We saw a pamphlet on the ground next to a feather, (laughs) <laughs> and the pamphlet spoke about forgiveness and about new life and peace wow. that you can find in Christ. 
and Jesse came up to us and offered to pray for us and gave us water. <laughs> and that was really the confirmation that me and Ryle needed to come here. And we're both on different paths, but she's, you know, she's got her own thing and I'm sorry we're she can't so be here. We're so excited for what God's doing in you. So proud of you. You can have a, take a stool over there. All right, everybody, this is Chad. Chad, tell us why you're getting in the water today. Um, I was born in a world of pain, the oldest of seven, um, single father, grew up in the ghetto. All my life I felt empty, so through work, drugs, women, I tried and tried to fill it. So the real story starts about four years ago. My dad and brother died within six weeks of each other. Mm. I was in Florida, I come home to Jackson, Michigan. A lot of weird things start happening, being followed, being harassed. I thought it was the police because my family is into drug dealing and what have you. So fast forward a year, I end up back in Florida. I'm in jail, desperately wanting to believe. Mm. Reading the Bible, I get out of jail, nowhere to go. On my walk, I find three Bibles. <laughs> so that's like, hey, you know? <laughs> I wish I could say my story just got great then, but of course I'm human and I make mistakes. So I come back home to Jackson again. Things start happening again, followed, harassed. Well, about two and a half months ago, I find out the people I've raised, my brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews, devil worshipers, drug, I mean, human traffickers, murder, all that. So, of course, I turned back to the Lord. He's like, look, you know, mm. I could have went my whole life without knowing. I didn't have to know. Mm. But he showed me. Sure. And I know. And I know that he's going to work through me. That's right. To help people that are in bondage by the yeah. trafficking. That's so, that's why I'm here. So, I can become a new creature. So, he may use me to help people that are hurt and then being in bondage. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Give me a hand. Go ahead, have a seat over there. All right, so I think we're about ready to do this. I hope my mic does not freak out with this thing back here. Uh, oh, it's trying to. This speaker and I are not going to get along. Okay, there we go. So we're ready to do this thing, right? You guys excited? Um, so here's how it's going to go down. I want everyone to know, if you want, we've got seats over here too. Like, if you're like, I can't see and I want to see, just in a, in a moment when we make this transition, I'll invite you to come over. But here's how it's going to go. We're going to take them one by one. Um, we're going to sit them in the tank. And we've invited someone to pray a blessing and prophesy the word of the Lord over each one. So we're going to do that. And then we're going to dunk them. We're going to celebrate. Okay? One at a time, it's going to be awesome. Um, one other thing I wanted to say, I'm trying not to say a lot, but I really had some things on my heart today. This, as I said, is, is like a covenant before the Lord, as you guys said, and I'm so proud of each of you and so excited. Um, please know that as you have a, this stirring and desire to say yes, it's because he put it in you. And that covenant is because God is a covenant keeper. 
and he is faithful, 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 even when we're not faithful. And, and I say this is important because some would say this is just a, you know, a ritual, you know, it's just a symbolic. And, and some would, you know, if you want to relate to modern covenant of marriage, someone would say, well, it's just a, a piece of paper, you know, and, but I've heard someone say, well, if it's just a piece of paper, why don't you sign it? And the truth is because we know it means something and that when we publicly profess something with witnesses before God, something supernatural happens. And so as we're dipping people in water, yes, this is their public profession of faith, but it is a public covenant before God and man that God will ratify, that God will enforce. And, and the thing is, he is a covenant keeper even when we are not. And I, I heard this phrase as I was praying about today that I felt like the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, was saying there is healing in these waters. There's deliverance in these waters. Now, let me just make that make sense for a second. It's not like there's anything magical. This isn't holy necessarily. But I believe it's the Lord saying by your act of faith and obedience will unlock things by the power of the Holy Spirit that would not have been unlocked otherwise. Does that make sense to everyone? And I believe that's for these ones going in the water, but I want to say to anyone in the room, you need healing. You need God to set you free from something. That power is being expressed in this room today as these ones make their covenant before God. There is healing in the waters. There's deliverance in the water, and it's for anyone who will say yes to Jesus. Amen? So, Chad, when we start with you, Come on over. Benjamin's going to bless him. Yeah, take off those shoes. Good job, buddy. We'll get you in here. You put your feet there and have a seat. We're going to need the mic over here. Good job. So, Benjamin, why don't you pray a blessing over Chad? We'll ask him a couple. Don't plug your nose yet. I know you're excited. You're nervous. This will take a minute. And I'm going to ask you to say one more time your profession of faith will dunk you, okay? I'm going to go over there because of the feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Jesse was asking uh, to, uh, to uh, if I would uh, proclaim some, like what God says over Chad's life. Um, and I felt like he, he brought to forth, he brought to mind uh, a few things. Um, starting in Isaiah 42, 43, and 45, just a few verses from there. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison house. I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them in crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. And from 43, but now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. And from 45, thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, but I'm going to say to Chad, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him, to loose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors, so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. 
And then I felt like God just said that Chad's going to be a great man of God. He's going to mm. set many captives free and heal, help heal many people. Mm. That the life of Jesus will be made manifest in and through Chad. And God will be greatly glorified in Chad. That Chad has been anointed to hear uh, his voice in unique ways. That he has a spirit of discernment. The demons tremble at the name of Chad. That Chad has a great destiny in God. Chad will save many lives from human trafficking and help restore families. Chad will be anointed to love God with his whole heart. Yes. He will restore the years the locust has eaten, yes. double for your trouble. Yes. He'll use what the enemy has intended for evil, for good. <laughs> the devil will regret the day he messed with you. You will be instrumental in tearing down the kingdom of darkness and installing the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. I'll pull that up to him. Chad. Chad, do you today renounce sin, flesh, and the work of the devil in your life? Oh, my soul. Do you uh, proclaim your faith and put your faith fully in Jesus Christ as your Savior? Yes, I do. All right, why don't you hold your nose there. Because of your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior, I baptize you right now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Woo! <laughs> yeah, help him out. Hey! Need help? Come on! All right. You want to get out of the way there? All right, Alex, why don't you come on over next? You ready? Are you ready for this? Okay. Is your husband in the room? Okay. Awesome. And the baby. All right, step on in. Thanks for helping her out. You put your feet down here. There you go. Yeah, it's nice. Hey, the water's good. Someone in the room might want to get baptized today. No, I'm honest. If you want to get baptized, we've got lots of water ready. Um, Meredith is going to speak a blessing over you, and then we're going to baptize you. All right, so... Um, I just asked Holy Spirit for a few different hey, words. Come over and here where she can see you. Well, oh, never okay. mind. Never mind the microphone. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so asked for a few different words and then actually got a picture for you as well. But um, first thing I heard him say was, Alex, you are a beacon of light in dark spaces in Lansing. Yeah. I saw a picture of you um, entering into a dark space in Lansing, like this dark room that was filled with all of these young women who were in distress. Mm. They were curled up in balls and they looked super angry. There was one in the corner who looked very sad. I saw a picture of you where you went up to her, you grabbed her face, and you said, you don't have to figure it, it all out. Let Jesus come upon you and save you. Mm. And I feel like this picture was just a declaration and a prophetic sign that your story is going to impact many women. I know it already has, but it's going to continue to impact women in the space of freedom. Mm. I heard the Lord say that you are are a woman of light, a woman of freedom, and a woman of redemption because yeah. of your story. Yeah. And that he loves, 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 loves your choice to choose to follow him yes. and make this decision right now. 
And then lastly, I heard him uh, speak John 13, 7, and John 13 is the passage with um, the washing of the feet of Jesus washing the disciples' feet. But verse 7 specifically says, you don't realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Um, and I know for that he was referring to, to something else when he was talking to them, but I just felt like the Father was saying, in this moment right now, this is marking something that you don't even know what's about to happen. You can't even possibly understand, but it's going to include touching the lives of women. I heard him say, I have a plan for you to reach tribes of women because of your faithfulness and your commitment to me, Alex. Amen. So I just want to pray into that real quick. Do Lord, we, we just bless. Six in your hands. We, yeah, let me touch your back. Lord, we bless Alex. We thank you. Thank you so much for her choice to love you, to follow you, and we thank you for the way that you have pursued her wholeheartedly since she was, um, since she was in, a, in the womb, Jesus, that you have desired her heart Hallelujah. since day one. We just prophesy that she will be a woman who speaks freedom and declares life over the next generation of women, God, that her story is going to touch many, that it will touch nation, tribes, and tongues, that women will be set free from darkness because of the light yes. that that is um, within you, Alex in her heart and her voice as she speaks. You, God. God, I thank you that she is a light in dark spaces when she steps into those spaces of darkness. Thank you, you are a child of freedom. You are a child of light. Yes. You're a child of righteousness. Yes. Thank you, God, for these truths. And Lord, I just pray right now as Alex gets dipped under the water that she would have a special encounter with you, Amen. Holy Spirit. Yes. This, this moment would be a marking moment for Hallelujah. her for this day to come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you just a couple questions here. Alex, you renouncing today all the work of sin, the flesh, and the devil? Yes. And you are putting your faith fully in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I love you, Jesus. <laughs> you up there? All right, let's do it. So grab your nose, grab your arm. There, just grab right here. This keeps you secure so I don't lose you. All right. Alexandria. Because of your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ today, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get it, pal. Woo! Are you all right? Can't see. <laughs> I haven't been submerged underwater like that since I don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> it's holy moat. <laughs> 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 Help her out. Take your step here. Got a big towel for you. Oh, man. Who felt the joy of the Lord when she came out of that water? I felt the joy of the Lord. All right, come on over, Jade. Last but not least, let's get you in these waters. Need help? Just put your feet down there. Doesn't feel good? All right, I took the liberty of speaking the blessing over you today. I didn't even ask anybody else if they wanted to. 
Jade, I want to tell you this. You have a good father, and he is pleased to call you his daughter. What a great love our Heavenly Father has lavished upon you by calling you his daughter and a child of God. You forever have a lover, the lover of your soul, Jesus, who has passionately pursued your heart all of your days and who will never leave you or forsake you or betray you. He honors you, cherishes you, and calls you his own. You have the Spirit of God to lead you, to guide you, to counsel you, fill you with power and purity, and to make you a witness and a proclaimer, I believe, a living testament of the goodness of God. Your life is a testament of the kingdom of God on earth. You're going to dream God's dreams, you're going to see his visions, and you will prophesy his words. Now, my prayer is that the fire of God would permeate, permeate and illuminate and burn inside of you all of your days. Are you ready? Well, I'm going to set that. So let me ask you a couple questions. Uh, Jade, are you today publicly renouncing the work of sin, the flesh, and the devil in your life? I am. And are you putting your faith fully in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for all of your days? Always. Always. All right, grab your nose. Grab your arm. There you go. Jane, <laughs> because of your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I baptize you right now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Help her out. There we go. There we go. There we go. Hey! Let's stand together. Let's stand together as we wrap up. Uh, we got plenty more towels. Um, I want to wrap up. We're going to bless these all, but I want to make an invitation. You've heard the testimony, you've seen the work of Jesus in lives today. Is there anyone in this room who says, I need to give my life to Jesus. I am ready to say yes to Jesus as my Lord and Savior, to turn my back on my old life. In 2 Corinthians 5, it says, all who come to faith in Christ like the cucumber pickles, the old is gone, the new has come. There is an offer of new life. For anyone in the room who would say yes, if that's you, would you just raise your hand right where you are and just say yes to Jesus? We're not going to force you to get in the tank. You can if you want. But if you want to say yes to Jesus, anyone? All right, I'm going to pray. I'll give you one more chance. Let's come before the Lord. Jesus, we thank you for new life. God, we thank you for these precious souls. God, we thank you for pouring out your spirit on them, God, in power, and testifying your love through them all of their days. God, and those of us standing in the room, we say yes. Oh, we agree with them, the covenant you made with them, the covenant they're making with you, God. You will guard and keep them all of their days. 
God, even unto life forevermore. God, we thank you that what you have for them is abundant life. God, and they will never regret saying yes to you this day. This day will be a marker in their history until they meet you in heaven. They will remember today the covenant made, God, and the life that you gave. And God, I thank you that you will forever be faithful to these ones. And Lord, I ask right now for anyone in the room who's longing for to know your goodness and faithfulness, who feels far from you, God, that you would draw them to yourself. God, that they would come to the waters and find life. They would come to Jesus, the living water, and never thirst again. And we thank you that the offer is for all who will believe, those who are near and those who are far off, that faith will bring us to you because of your great love. You will give us eternal life. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Last chance. Anyone want to come to the waters today? Amen. Well, we're going to have a little reception. We've got refreshments and snacks, so make sure to give these ones a hug. Welcome them to the family, um, and we'll, we'll transition here. Bless.